Well, good morning and welcome to our Saturday team call. This is Senior Master Coordinator Jennifer Glacken, and I'm going to be your moderator and host for this week's call. I just have a couple of quick reminders. I think everybody's fully aware of the Living Proof Tour that's been going around the country. Um, Shackley folks, the, our, our home office team, is out in L.A. this weekend. Next weekend, they will be in New York and Connecticut, and then October 11th and 12th, they'll be down in Tampa with the Underwoods from our organization, so we're really excited about all of these events. You want to make sure that if you aren't able to get there, that you still invite the people that you know who might live in those areas. There's nothing like hearing about the mission of Shackley directly from our chairman and CEO, Roger Barnett. It is really, it lights up your fire, you get excited, you get motivated more so than you can ever imagine. And just being in a group of all like-minded people, there's just nothing that you can put a, a, really even an explanation around it. I hear it all the time from people who have corporate jobs when they go to a shack meeting. It's an energy in the room, a positiveness um, that you just don't experience anywhere else. And so get to one of these events and get your team members to the events because it's really powerful. I also want to just remind everybody that January 4th is the company kickoff, and so if you are planning on having some type of a kickoff event with your team, January 4th is the day that the company will be doing that, and they'll probably have some live feeds that we can use. And then on January 18th is the 14th annual Team Glacken Leadership Summit. Um, tickets are available on the event tab of glackenhealth.com, and so we want to make sure that you get to that event as well and that you get your folks to that event. Uh, Heather Chastain, who is the president of um, Shackley Canada and Shackley U.S., she will be speaking at our event. We have an, a net, uh, social media guru who will be speaking at the event, and we've got a lot of other guest speakers who will be there, and it's just a fantastic way to start off the year, get your business off to the right, off on the right foot, and so you want to make sure that you're at those events. Now, I just want to briefly say something about the call that we had last week. We were talking about making sure that we are still on top of all of the folks who have enrolled in the Prove It Challenge, make sure that we're doing our follow-up calls, we're reaching out and making sure that people have success with the Prove It Challenge, and then making sure that we're migrating people into continuing with the Vitalizer and the Life Shake. When people go through the cleanse, they make some major lifestyle changes, they're eating healthier, and we hope that they transition that into day eight and beyond, well, we want to have them continue all of the health benefits. You know, I, I just posted this morning in, um, in my Glacken Health and Wellness page that, light, that health, healthy is not a destination, it's a lifestyle. And so we're not just going to do the Vitalizer and the Life Shake for one month. We're not going to just do the cleanse eating habits that we picked up for seven days. We want to transition that into our lifestyle. So does that mean that we do the cleanse for the rest of our lives? No, but it means that we take what we learned, we eat healthier, and we move and transition that into our daily life, eating more veggies, um, eating more fruits, making sure that we're just eating as clean as we can and staying away from a lot of the processed food, and then continuing with the vitalizer and the life shake. So make sure that you really help your folks understand that because they won't get the results they're looking for if they don't transition and continue with that vitalizer and life shake. For those of us who've been in Shackley for a while, we know that the research is conclusive. There is nothing out there like the research that Shackley has on the Vitalizer and the Life Shake and the health transformations that people will experience if they are consistent on that program. If people only do the Life Shake and the Life Strip for the rest of their lives, they will have major health improvements, even if they don't eat well. And I'm not saying we don't want them to eat well because we do. We want them to exercise and drink water and do all of the other things that we know are really important for a healthy lifestyle. But the Vitalizer and the Life Shake have 
so much nutrition in them. And it has been written up in third-party peer-reviewed clinical research studies how those two products transform people's health. So we want to make sure that all of our folks who are using the, the Prove It Challenge to really kickstart health, that they continue on that health path. So that means signing up and continuing to get on an auto ship, that vitalizer, and the life shake. Now, we are close to month end. I know most of you know that from a business building perspective that we are on the 28th day of September. Make sure that you go into your back office, that you check your dashboard, and you know where your numbers are. If you're close to that next volume level, push to get to that next volume level. If you have a goal for yourself that you have not yet reached, push to reach that goal. You want to always run to the finish line and run through the finish line. If you've ever seen some of those races where there's somebody who thinks that they're winning and they're running and they're really close to the finish line and they think they've already won, they sort of slow down and sort of, you know, their, their gait does not continue to run through the finish line. And sometimes they come in second place or even third place because the people behind them are running through the finish line, to get through the finish line and beyond, and they're running fast and furious. And sometimes when somebody's in the lead, they don't run fast and furious to the end. So my encouragement to everybody on this call, and I'm speaking to myself as well as everybody on this call, run through the finish line. Hit your numbers and go beyond. Now we're going to talk today about mindset. And I learned many years ago that visualizing or fantasizing in some respects, it depends on what word you want to use, is one of the most powerful means of achieving personal goals. I've used it personally in my dancing career. For those of you who don't know, I used to be a professional ballet dancer. But I've also used it very effectively in building my Shackley business. But it took me years to learn how to use it effectively because, you know, when you start as a kid, you dream as a kid. You've got these big dreams, and it's transitioning something that's a dream and something that's way out there into something that you actually use on a daily basis to reach your goals. Now, visualizing has been proven true time and time again. And one example recently was at the Women's U.S. Open Tennis Final when 19-year-old Canadian Bianca Adrescu, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. I'm not really sure how you pronounce her last name. But she defeated Serena Williams. And during her post-match press conference, a teary-eyed Adrescu mentioned how for years she would close her eyes and envision herself winning the U.S. Open against Serena Williams the greatest woman tennis player of her generation. So, I mean, we've all heard of Serena Williams before. We know how good she is. But this girl kept visualizing winning against Williams. So she was very specific who she was even playing. So her comment was, I guess these visualizations really, really work. Well, Andrescu's rise has been amazingly swift. She actually lost in the first round of qualifying at the last two U.S. Opens, and she was ranked outside of the top 150 women players when the 2019 season began. So just think about that. I mean, it sounds like she's not even on the, the chart or on the map for doing anything. But she won a tournament earlier in the year, and then she missed significant time because she had a torn rotator cuff. Since she returned to the tour in early August, so think about this, early August, she beat Serena Williams twice. Such is the power of active visualization. So there have been numerous studies that have shown that mental practice through visualization can be as effective as improve, at improving skills as real practice. You can actually develop and reinforce real skills by visualizing yourself practicing them, and I know that sounds crazy. And some of you might actually be on here going, yeah, right, I can't believe that, but you know something, it's true. So let me just share some proof that this technique works. 
And this example has been used to death because it proves visualization works time and time again. There was an Australian psychologist, his name was Alan Richardson, and he made a little experiment. He took a group of basketball players and divided them into three different groups, and he tested each player's ability to make free throws. The first group would physically practice 20 minutes every day, just doing free throw, free throw, free throw, free throw. Gosh, say that 20 times fast. The second group would only visualize themselves making free throws, but no real practice was allowed, so they could only think about it and visualize it. The third one would not practice or visualize at all, and the results were astounding. There was significant improvement on the group that only visualized. They were almost as good as the guys who actually practiced. Now think about that, because most of us would think, well, you have to practice, right? Well, visualization, the people that only visualized and never stepped on the court and never practiced at all had significant improvement. So that's, that's pretty astounding. So this really explains why visualization is, is part of most world-class athletes' training, because it actually works. They have future vision. They see things a split second before they happen. And that's really what a place kicker does when he comes on the field to kick a winning field goal. You know, three seconds sometimes are left in the game, and there's 80,000 or more screaming fans, over 30 million people watching on TV, and the game is still in balance. And as the kicker begins his moves, he makes the final adjustments necessary to achieve the mental picture that he has already formed in his mind so many times, a picture of himself kicking the winning field goal. Now, you know, this is great for athletes, but what about the rest of us whose dreams of success really follow other paths? And we're going to get into that a little bit more shortly. And first, what I want to talk about, though, is what actually is visualization? I think you probably understand it, but let's just walk through it. So in layman's terms, it means recreating all the images, sounds, and feelings in your mind surrounding an activity in order to practice in a perfect environment. So when those guys were throwing free throws in that test that was done, they never missed. They, they visualized throwing free throws and doing it successfully. If they had visualized missing time after time after time, then they would have missed. But they visualized a perfect setting. Now, it may sound hard, but let me just prove to you that you can do this. Take a couple of minutes to just close your eyes, and I want you to imagine yourself going into your kitchen and getting a cup of coffee. Now, if you don't drink coffee, try to go with me anyway and visualize this. I think most folks can probably visualize this because we've all probably smelled coffee before. We're not saying you have to drink it. We just want you to visualize going to the kitchen and getting a cup of coffee. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to grind the coffee beans. So you turn on the machine, you hear the whir, and it, you know, they're all grinding and getting into this little, um, you know, the coffee grinds. Then you smell the rich aromatic scent as you pour your coffee grinds into the filter. You pour in the water into the coffee pot and imagine turning on the coffee machine. Try to imagine every single detail, even the smell of the coffee. Imagine smelling that coffee as it brews and as you hear the sound of it dripping into the pot. My guess is that most of you were able to imagine that cup of coffee. Maybe your favorite cup, that awesome brand of coffee that you love so much. You may even want a cup of coffee right now if you drink coffee. That's how visualization works. But if you notice, I gave you some detail. And we really could have gone into way more detail, every little step going to getting the cup out of the cupboard, getting a spoon to stir the coffee once it comes out, if you add you know, your sugar and your creamer or whatever you add into it. But the key here is don't worry if you didn't catch all of the details. 
just like any other skill you need to practice. And it takes time to learn to put all of the detail in there. Initially, you might just say, hey, make a cup of coffee. Then you start realizing how effective it is when you put more detail. So it's the same thing when those guys were shooting the free throws. They were probably the basketball go through the basketball hoop, the swoosh as it went through. They're probably standing on the line, visualizing their toes coming up to the line, getting all adjusted, seeing their teammates on the sides. So all of those details enhance our ability to make that visualization work for us. Now, another great example comes from one of my favorite artists, Amelia Autumn, who's a great violinist. And she claims that her music writing skills were developed by playing Pachelbel's Canon in D mentally. So she played it mentally every night just to suppress her auditory hallucinations. She would picture herself playing it with her violin while still being very young. And imagine all the hours she accumulated playing in her mind. That could actually get you closer to the 10,000 hour mark that we've all heard put somebody into a professional state. The number of hours that we actually practice in our field really determines how effective we are and how successful we are ultimately. So how are we supposed to use visualization? Well, very simple, but it really requires you to practice often to get the best results out of it. If you have a notebook, you might want to get a notebook and carve out some alone time for yourself. Give yourself some time to think about what are the things that you really want in life. Make a list of everything you want and everything you want to do during your lifetime, no matter how crazy it sounds. If you want to drink champagne in the south of France, write it down. If you want to ride a camel in the desert, write it down. If you want to own a Ferrari, write it down. Nothing is too big or too small. Search every corner of your mind for whatever you want and commit it to paper. And don't judge it. Don't say, oh, I shouldn't want that. Or, oh, gosh, there's people in the world who are hungry. I shouldn't put that on my list. Create your wish list. It doesn't mean that you can't add to that that you're going to give away a lot of money. You might have volunteer stuff and mission work on your list. But put down everything that you want to have, do, be, and become in your lifetime. Once you know what you want, then you'll want to start visualizing having it or achieving it every day. This doesn't have to be a long process. You don't have to sit there and visualize for hours and hours every day. Of course, that's probably not effective for any of us and probably not realistic for any of us. If you can do five to 10 minutes a day, that would be fantastic. And I would hope that we could all spend five to 10 minutes each day visualizing what we want in life. After all, we're talking about our hopes and our dreams. I think it's worth five to 10 minutes a day. So just follow the steps and enjoy the process. The first thing is to relax. Take a couple of deep breaths and let go of all the tension and close your eyes. It works even better if you find a quiet spot where nobody will bother you. Some people do it right before they go to bed at night. Some people do it first thing in the morning right when they wake up. Start imagining the environment. If you want to play the guitar, start by imagining the guitar, the shape, the strings, the thickness of each string, so you have a very clear and defined picture of your guitar. If you're thinking about something business-related, is it the recognition of hitting the mark, or is it the day-in and day-out activities? If you had key coordinator on your list, what does a key coordinator do every single day? Imagine the environment. You're probably still going to be in your current home. You'll be in your Shackley office perhaps, but what are you going to be doing? Are you going to be talking to all of your leaders? Are you going to be opening up your back office and going in first thing in the morning and looking at everybody's volume? What would the activities be? Then you want to look at it from a third-person view. So if we're talking about the guitar, 
Imagine yourself coming closer to the guitar. Look at your hands and slowly add detail to the image. Look at how you sit and hold the guitar, always trying to add as much detail as possible. Then you go to the first person view. Feel the guitar in your hands. Feel each string and also focus on the sound that each string produces. Allow yourself to start playing just as you would do in practice with the same exercises. Imagine yourself playing through the whole set without failing or stopping, just as if you were an expert. When you wrap up your visualization, allow yourself to slowly come back. You completed your practice and the image slowly fades. When you feel ready, open your eyes again. The steps that I just went through work because you're strengthening the paths for that skill in your brain. Your mind doesn't even notice the difference. So practicing this way during those times where you're away from your practice environment can truly help you improve. I know it sounds crazy, but it really works. Start with a simple skill that you want to learn. Maybe you want to wake up earlier, or maybe you want to eat slower. Maybe you want to exercise more often, or maybe you want to do Maybe you want to run a marathon. I'm not sure what those things are on your list that could be a smaller skill to start with, but you want to sit, pick a simple skill to start with. That way you can practice with something easier and strengthen your visualization skills before you tackle the big complex skills. You could move on to prospecting. Maybe it's making the phone calls and having a successful call. Perhaps it's you promoting directors in your organization or changing rank. You have to have lots and lots of detail, though, around it. And so whether it's the day-in and day-out activities, perhaps it's the recognition on the stage. I remember when I was working for Master Coordinator, I used to visualize when I would be pinned as a Master Coordinator and what I would say to the people who were in the room. And I remember when it was time for me to go up and do that speech, I didn't have to look at the speech. I didn't have to write a speech. I knew exactly what I was going to say because I had been visualizing that for so many years. So remember, it's more and more about all of the details. It's not actually, so if it's key coordinator, it's not just saying I want to be a key coordinator, it's actually stepping into being a key coordinator and creating all of the detail around that. Now, before Harvey McKay wrote his first book, Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive, he had put a post-it note on his bathroom mirror that read, be a New York Times best-selling author. So that was one of the ways that he kept his goal alive in front of him. Writer and visualization expert Shakti Gawan encourages her readers to go further. She says, cut out pictures of the material things that you want from magazines. Cut out words and phrases that represent what it is you want to do. Now, I've talked about this method many times. You can call it a goal board, vision board, vision video, whatever you want to call it. It's about having all of the things that you're trying to achieve somewhere that you see it consistently. I believe this can be one of the most effective forms of visualization, but you have to change it up regularly. If you put one goal board together and then never change it for five, six, seven years, you've got it in the corner, it's behind the desk with a lot of dust on it, a lot of the things that are on that goal board will actually come to fruition, but you won't keep moving beyond that. So you want to keep redoing your goal board at least once a year, if not every six weeks to two months, because you want to constantly change it up, constantly keep adding, because your vision should be refining, your dreams should be refining as you achieve certain things in your business and in your life. 
And it's important to remember not to expect all of your desires to be, be fulfilled immediately or even at all. There's going to be some things that never come to fruition. But when you take action, like making a list of what you want or cutting out an image or a car you want to own, you open up a pathway to possibility that was not present before. You have to give the process time and have faith. And it's likely that you'll be surprised by how many things on your list actually start to appear in your life. I'll never forget helping some folks on the team create dream boards or goal boards at one of our Glack and You trainings. This is many years ago when we used to do the live trainings in my living room back in Cary, Illinois. Now, of course, Glack and You is all online, so we've got the webinar recordings, and, and we're not always meeting in a, in a live setting. But we actually did the, the goal boards. We created them. And this one person brought a previous goal board that she had done earlier in her Shackley career and then brought this new one that she was building. And she lifted it up and showed all of the things that had come true on her goal board. She knew conclusively that if she created a goal board, that those things would turn into reality. If you've ever watched the, the movie The Secret, there's a gentleman in there who had a picture of a home that was on his goal board, and he ends up buying the exact home that was pictured on his goal board. These things work. I know that sounds crazy, but it actually works. Now, two-time Olympic pentathlete Marilyn King said, if you can't imagine it, you can't ever do it. In my experience, the image always precedes the reality. And she provides a very moving example of the power of visualization. When King was preparing for the 1980 Olympic trials, she suffered a severe back injury and was confined to bed just nine months before the trials. Now think about that. She's in bed for nine months. You think about how Olympians, how, how much they prepare and they're working out all the time and the way they're eating and, oh my goodness, it just seems like it's a full-time job. And she was confined to bed just nine months before the trials. Determined not to let this injury keep her from performing, she spent the next four months doing nothing but watching films of the very best performers in the pentathlon events and visualizing herself going through the same exact events. King placed second at the Olympic trials despite her lack of physical preparation. To me, that is so astounding. I'm going to read it again. King placed second at the Olympic trials despite her lack of physical preparation. She stated that it was her psychological state, not her physical condition, that gained her success. When I read that, it just gives me the chills for every single person who's a part of this organization because what it means is we don't have to go out there and train really hard. We don't have to be the best at network marketing. We don't have to be the guru, the person who's built these huge organizations. All we have to do is prepare our minds and visualize the success. Visualize the phone call before you have the phone call. Visualize the people joining your team Visualize the people promoting to director. Visualize changing ranks. All of those pieces we control, and that's pretty powerful. Now, remember, just visualizing won't do the trick. You can't expect to be an expert by only visualizing. We have to, at some point, put that visualization into action. So if all you did was visualize picking up the phone and you never picked up the phone, you won't develop that team that you're working to develop. So we visualize the success of the call, and then we pick up the phone and make the call. But visualization really is an amazing tool to improve our practice. 
And so it gives us those hours and hours and hours and hours of practice that maybe we don't have in real life. Maybe we haven't made a 1,000 phone calls, but we can plan and visualize a 1,000 phone calls. And remember, when you visualize these phone calls, visualize success. Do not visualize failure. Visualize success. If you use visualization alongside actual practice, you'll be able to improve faster than you ever dreamed imaginable. Whatever a person does, he or she must first do it in their mind. I hope you all have an amazing Shackley day and an amazing Shackley week. Visualize success. Run to the finish line for this month and have an amazing Shackley day. Goodbye, everybody.